0: Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Hey everybody, welcome to the Screaming Chewy Show, yeah! Yeah! Welcome to the Screaming Chewy Show, everybody. This is your host, Chewy, and hey... Usually I don't do like current events and stuff, but hey, let's try it out, right? There's a few things uh, that's been happening and I find quite interesting. So I'm going to tell you all about it and I want to hear your opinions too about it. Let me know what you think, right? Of course I care. You know, let me know. Send me a message on Anchor, right? Anchor.fm slash ScreamingChewyGmail.com. I know it's fucking long as fuck. So you can just email me at ScreamingTree at gmail.com. How's that? So anywho, I want to talk about technology here. All right. So, of course, it's freaking 2019, yo. It's the motherfucking future, yo. And you've all seen those videos of the military testing robots, you know, to carry stuff. You know, it's like a fucking mule and shit, right? And they have good balance. You see them testing them and kicking them around and shit. See if they could regain their balance or just fall over or what they need to improve on. These things just walk by themselves. They'll fucking follow you. Um, So now this technology has been passed down to the Massachusetts Police Department now. Yeah. So a few days ago, they released a video showing that they have this robot dog um called spot and it's for their bomb squad and this if you look up the videos you can see this fucking robot dog he can open doors and go in your house and now of course this has raised some alarms because there's no laws or regulations you know about fucking you know police department having robots like that right of course they have the You know, you've seen the bomb squad robots, Um, you know, they go in and defuse the bomb, but they could do much more. Like when that guy went on a killing spree and shot a whole bunch of cops, I think at a protest or some shit, he started, yeah, yeah, he was, he did fucking good, man. He tore him up, but I believe he barricaded himself in a garage, didn't want to come out. (laughs) so they strapped some bombs to their bomb squad robot (laughs) they sent him in there and kaboom yeah rest in peace little robot oh no they should have called him Wally Bomby that's a bad joke he went fucking jihad on him huh way to go police department use the methods of our enemies right the (laughs) I'm just fucking with you guys. Anywho. So what do you guys think, huh? The police department has robots that walk on all four legs, have good balance, open doors, and could go in your house. Right? Do they need a fucking warrant? If you shoot that robot, is it killing is it shooting an officer? Right? Like they're regular dogs. Who knows, right? What if that robot malfunctions and that arm swings around fucking knocks your fucking head off? Right? Are they going to take that robot to trial? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm going too far with this. But think about it, man. There's no laws or regulations for them having that robot. It's basically a free-for-all. You know what I mean? Imagine, dude, they just knock down your door and it's not them coming in. It's a robot. So that the robot don't need a warrant. Imagine that shit. That'd be some fucking bullshit, right? Anywho, let me know what you think. And while you're thinking about it, while you're writing that email right now to ScreamingChewy at gmail.com. Let me uh read you a little bit. A little article here from uh, Independent.co.uk. Okay? So, the title, Police Test Terrifying Robot Dogs, Prompting Questions. Police in the U.S. have been quietly testing a highly advanced robot dog alongside officers, prompting an urgent response from a civil liberties group. The American Civil Liberties Union made a public records request to robotics firm boston dynamics after the massachusetts state police published a video demonstrating of the spot robot dog it is believed the robotic dogs which are capable of opening doors and navigating obstacles have already been used during live events yeah they've already used those robots and you had no idea about it huh scary yeah, government hiding things from civilians? Nah, they wouldn't do that. Anywho, all too often, the deployment of these technologies happens faster than our social, political, or legal systems react. The ACLU said in a statement shared with Tech TechCrunch, "We urgently need more transparency from government agencies, who should be upfront." with the public about their plans to test and deploy new technologies a spokesperson for the Massachusetts State Police said the robot was being used as a mobile remote remote observation device to monitor suspicious activity yeah well they could use that suspicious activity for any fucking excuse we know that right They pull you over for no fucking reason. They can't come up with a reason when you ask them why you got pulled over. All suspicious activity. Now open your door and get out, motherfucker. You know, (laughs) anywho. Right now, our primary interest is sending the robot into situations where you want to collect information in an environment where it's too dangerous to send a person but not actually physically interacting with the space, the spokesperson said. The lease agreement between Boston Dyma- Dynamics and the police reportedly includes the condition that it is not used to physically harm or intimidate people. Yeah, a robot walking in your fucking house, that's not intimidating at all, bro. Anywho. Boston Dynamics announced earlier this year that it would begin selling the canine-inspired machines at some point in 2019. That's this year, motherfuckers. Though no date or price was provided, the product page for the spot describes it as a nimble robot capable of operating autonomously and traveling for up to 90 minutes at a time. Promotional materials for the spot robots show them being used in a variety of roles and environments ranging from assistance at a construction sites to remote security guards. There's a remarkable number of construction companies we're talking to, Boston Dynamics Chief Executive Mark Raybert said at the time, but we have some other applications that are very promising such as in hostile environments, where the the cost of having people there is high. The robots have frequently been described as creepy and terrifying, though Mr. Rayburn claimed that they have been misrepresented in a recent demonstration of the technology, he said, really bothers me when they are referred to it in this way boston dynamics did not immediately respond to a request for common so what are your guys' thoughts on that right like i mean where does it end i mean really in those video games and movies where you see a person walking down the street and there's robots helping people do everyday things i mean that's kind of cool right that is the future but now when you see it, and you, you know, you kind of expect that in the military. I mean, that's not surprising. But now you see it in um, police departments, right? Now, if you ask me, this is one of the first steps to fucking Robocop, yo. Think about it, man. The technology is building up and it builds up way faster than you think. I mean, think about it. You buy a brand new fucking phone or laptop, six months, it's... Not the hottest shit no more. There's something better, stronger, faster, right? Technology is constantly, constantly just advancing way faster than we but we, than we, think, you know? So, I don't know, man. Fucking Robocop, if you ask me. That shit's going to happen, yo. Yeah. 15, 10 years from now, you're going to look back. Going to fucking be listening to this episode and you're like motherfucking true it was right yo now we have robocops out there in the fucking street yo but you know that just comes into another question you know like i don't know if you guys seen that movie blade runner or even robocop or any movie that has to do with a robot you always question whether it has emotions like a human right um if you see somebody with a gun is the robot just gonna fucking blast them without thinking about it even though it's a little kid or a woman or whatever you know he's not gonna think about it right he just sees enemy anywho am I going like way too far off topic here cause I mean I think Robocop shit's gonna fucking happen yo so anywho on to my next story so this story came out earlier this week all right now basically a south african attorney was in court and um there was this shotgun that was presented as evidence now there's no details in saying um where exactly the gun was but it fucking went off yeah the shotgun randomly fucking went off in court and hit the attorney in the hip she was taken to the hospital and later died from the gunshot wounds now i don't know what the fuck yo like these fucking idiots had a loaded fucking weapon in court yo like somebody dropped the fucking ball man because first off i don't know about you but if i'm gonna hand somebody a weapon i'm gonna make sure it's unloaded you know i own guns And when people come over and they're like, oh, let me check out your guns. First thing I do is take out the mag or clip, whatever, you know, fucking racket, look in there, make sure there's no bullet. You got to make sure it's unloaded. But in a fucking courtroom, yo, as evidence, are you kidding me? What the fuck? So obviously somebody didn't check if it was loaded. And when they first had it in the evidence locker what in the fucking police department then when it was moved from there to the courtroom they still didn't check it what the fuck yo so now I hate to say this but the liberals were right guns are the problem guns are the cold-blooded fucking killers yo we cannot control them this just proves that that gun that shotgun in court meant to fucking murder her and it did. So I say we take that fucking shotgun to court and you lock it up for life. Yes. <laughs> I'm being I I'm being sarcastic if you're not noticing anywho. <laughs> but yeah, I find this fucking shocking. But uh anywho, let me read you the article. Maybe there's more details in there, right? The media saying, what the fuck? Fucking crazy, yo. All right. A freak incident in South African court has left the country's legal community in shock after a government attorney was fatally shot with a gun presented as evidence. Local media reported. All right, again, I'm going to butcher these fucking names. I'm sorry, guys. I'm horrible at this. A dilettante. A delayed Ferreira Watt was prosecuting a robbery case in which a group of men allegedly stole a shotgun from a couple in Ixopo, about 85 miles outside of Durban in eastern South Africa. According to newspaper The Witness, the gun was brought to Umzingkulu Regional Court to be entered as evidence. Monday when it apparently went off unintentionally and hit Ferreira Watt in the hip, the newspaper reported. Ferreira Watt was taken to the hospital but did not survive. Authorities said the incident and officers responsible for handling the weapon and ensuring it was not loaded were being investigated by the Independent Police Investigative Directorate spokesperson. Santaga Cesar told the Sunday Times. According to the witness, five men were being prosecuted for a 2014 robbery during which they allegedly attacked Cheryl Biggs and her husband Dave on their Ixopo farm. The shotgun was allegedly stolen in the incident but returned to the couple for their protection. The newspaper reported The trial had been delayed, but was slated to start last week, prompting the gun to be processed as evidence, according to the witness. Biggs told the newspaper that she told police she was unsure whether the gun was loaded when she handed it over to them. I am extremely distraught, Biggs told the witness. Friends, family and colleagues remembered Ferreira Watt as a sharp legal advocate and compassionate friend. I lost a sister with a bubbly personality. A fellow lawyer Simfaiwi Longchawa <laughs> My bad guys. <laughs> told a witness a friend, Shaista Gafour, told a newspaper, Ferrero Watt like a mother to her was like a mother to her we will miss her a lot she had beauty and brains yeah so fucking shotgun represented his evidence goes off in court now i'm wondering did it go off randomly just laying there on the table or like did she grab it and accidentally press the trigger and it fucking hit her right because it hit her in the hip or question is does it even fucking matter you know what i mean <laughs> i'm just glad it didn't like hit her in the face and blow half her fucking face off in court imagine how horrible that would be in your honor i present this as evidence boom oh my god <laughs> that'd be a fucked up ass scenario right You go to court thinking it's going to be a regular day. Then uh, the attorney's head gets blown the fuck off. What the fuck, yo? Some Final Destination shit right there. Anywho, let me know what you think. And hey, do you like uh, my last episode with music? Well, guess what, yo? Here's another song. Yeah. Quick break here, a word from our sponsors, and a song. Yeah, that's right. Band is called Xeno Ooze, and song is Wizard of Ooze. <laughs> Structure from within, since through the skin, the slow rainbow comes the rain rain's over and becomes... Hey, you enjoy that commercial? That little break? Give you time to go pee or something. (laughs) And uh, hey, thanks for not skipping that commercial. I appreciate it. I know you're probably tired of it by now. Same old shit. Same commercial every episode. But hey, season two's coming right around the corner next year. And um you know it's gonna be still the same sponsor Anchor which is the platform I'm using Right now to record this And edit and publish But I'm gonna change It up a bit yo And uh, I might just Keep changing the commercials here and there And swap them You know that way you don't get tired of it And um hey did you enjoy That song? I did She was heavy yo yo And um So on to the next topic or article talking about birth control here yo yeah contraception now i'm not talking about the type of birth control you're thinking about right like eviction notice <laughs> that's fucked up i'm not gonna explain that nope i'm not gonna be the bad guy but if you know what i'm talking about you gotta fuck the bad sense of humor and i like it Anywho, gonna be talking about male birth control. Yeah, it's been you know it's been a topic for a while. People been trying to come up with a solution. Fucking women are tired of it. You know, fucking. Of course, you know they could get their tubes tied and shit. You know, the same thing with men. You could get a vasectomy, right? And it cuts or ties the tubes that go and carry the sperm into your urethra. But they've been trying to figure out a chemical solution, non-surgical solution for men, right? Like like women have it, right? They could um, have a minor surgery, um, have that little T-shaped shit. I forgot what it's called. But you know what I'm talking about. Then there's, of course, the pills that release the hormones. And uh, a lot of them say that uh, that's what makes them fucking psycho. You know what I mean? And it could be. Could be, man. I mean, you get all fucking hopped up on hormones and shit. Get all emotional. We're emotional beings. You know what I mean? You know, it could be. That's why, you know, my homie's ex tried to fucking kill him. You know, if you heard that episode. <laughs> I had to, bro. I had to joke about that. Crazy bitches. Anywho. Male birth control. So, in India, they came out with the... Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's non-surgical. But get this, guys. It's fucking injected into your fucking cock, yo Yeah So all the women saying, oh yeah, man, do it, do it We don't have to do it anymore Yo, we have to inject that shit into our cock, yo Come on, women You don't have to inject shit into your vagina for birth control You know what I mean? Like, yo, that's fucked up Like, if you're afraid of needles, yo That's like the worst spot for a needle You know what I mean? if you thought it hurt in your arm or whatever or your butt yeah but hey let's um let's talk a little bit about the history of birth control all right this goes back a long time now i really want to know who the fuck thought of it right cuz you know they got fucking uh condoms were made initially from like animal intestines you know what I mean who the fuck came up with that like who was gutting a goat or a sheep you know making it gonna make dinner or some shit and they're looking at the guts and they're like man you know my cock would go over that really nicely in fact that would be perfect I can have sex and not have fucking 12 children like I do now you know <laughs> and um yeah who the fuck But anywho, it's gotta start somewhere, right? We've came a long way. But hey, let's go back in time, yo. Around 3000 BC, condoms made from such materials as fish bladders, linen sheaths, and animal intestines. Yeah, like I was saying, the fuck, huh? Anywho, around 1500 First spermicides introduced which used condoms made from linen cloth sheets and soaked in a chemical solution and dried before using. But you didn't know that shit, huh? Because I did it. 1838. Condoms and diaphragms made from vulcanized rubber. Oh, shit. Upgrading the first rubber condoms. Yo, 1838. Could you believe that shit? 1873. Comstock Act Passed in the United States Prohibiting advertisements Information and distribution Of birth control And allowing the Postal Service To confiscate birth control Sold through the mail Damn bro they had a chance And they blew it The Comstock Act They could have called it the Comstock Act You know what I mean Missed opportunity right there 1916 Margaret Sanger opens first birth control clinic in the United States. The next year, she was deemed guilty of maintaining a public nuisance and sentenced to jail for 30 days. Once released, she reopened her clinic and continued to preserve through more arrests and prosecutions. Damn. 1938. In a case involving Margaret Sanger that chick I just talked about earlier (laughs) a judge lifted the federal ban on birth control ending the Comstock era there you go again I'm gonna call it Comstock right the Comstock era (laughs) diaphragms also known as womb veils became a popular method of birth control the fuck I never heard of that womb veils or veils got research that anywho 1950. While in her 80s, Sanger underwrote the research necessary to create the first human birth control pill, she raised $150,000 for the project. 1960. The first oral contraceptive, Enovid, was approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA, as a contraception. 1965, the Supreme Court in Griswold v. Connecticut gave married couples the right to use birth control, ruling that it was protected in the Constitution as a right to privacy. However, millions of unmarried women in 26 states were still denied birth control. They want to fuck, yo. People want to fuck. 1968, FDA approved intrauterine devices IUDs that's what I was talking about the little t-shaped shit IUDs that's what it's called bringing early versions like the lipos loop and copper 7 to market the fuck man I wonder what that was like (laughs) 1970 feminists challenged the safety of oral contraceptives the pill at well-publicized congressional hearings. As a result, the formulation of the pill was changed and the package insert for prescription drugs came into being, all coming up in the world, 1972, the Supreme Court and Baird v. Einstein I'll fucking butcher these, Angel. Legalized birth control for all citizens of this country irrespective of marital status. Getting less and less discrimination, yo. Okay. 1974, the FDA suspended sale of the Dalcon Shield IUD due to infections and seven documented deaths among users. Although other IUD designs were not implicated, most IUDs were slowly taking off the U.S. market. Due to the escalating cost of lawsuits in subsequent years. 1980. Pills with low doses of hormones were introduced, along with a new copper IUD. Perigard 1998. CUT 380A. Growing awareness of the USP Regimen for Emergency Contraception. 1990s. Introduction of Norplant, the first contraceptive plant, 1990, Depo Provera, an injectable method, 1992, FC1 Reality, a female condom, 1993, and Plan B, and a dedicated emergency contraceptive product, 1999, that is still used today, Plan B, gotta love it. <laughs> Anywho, 2000s rapid expansion in method availabil- availability and improvements in safety and effectiveness, including introduction of Marina, a new Gestural releasing IUD, 2000 ortho Evra, or hormonal patch, 2001, new ring of vaginal ring, 2001. Isher, or Isher, a method of transcervical female sterilization, 2002, implant on a single rod implant, 2006, and FC2, an improved female condom, 2009. Upgrade, yo. 2002, the first implant, Norplant, is taking off the U.S. market, 2010's Ella, a new emergency contraceptive pill, 2010, and Skyla, a new level Nordistral releasing IUD, 2013, are introduced. Growing use of the copper IUD for emergency contraception. 2013, after protracted regulatory and legal battles, one brand of emergency contraceptive pill, Plan B, One Step, becomes available without a prescription on drugstore shelves damn so there you have it folks the history of contraception well female um birth control so now let's get to male birth control and how that shit works yo you ready Alright guys, so this information is brought to you by Vox.com Titled, the world's been waiting for male birth control India may be the first to launch it Oh shit, thank you come again Man, that was fucking racist (laughs) My bad I didn't mean like slurpy, thank you come again I mean like you wear the, you know, male contraceptive You fucking hit it And then you tell her, thank you come again if you made her come anyway anywho bad jokes right <laughs> roughly half of all pregnancies worldwide aren't planned or well, no shit yo we can attribute this at least partially to the fact that half the species <laughs> woman bears most of the birth control burden if men had access to a long-lasting contraception Researchers have projected the rate of unplanned pregnancies would tumble. Yes, they would indeed. Now, Indian scientists claim they are getting closer to giving men such an option. Officials at the Indian Council of Medical Research say they've successfully completed clinical testing of the world's first injectable male contraceptive The Hindustan Times reported the product is ready with only regulatory approvals pending with India's drug regulator. Rodney Shiham Sharma, a new Delhi reproductive biologist who leads the research, told the newspaper, the product can safely be called the world's first male contraceptive. If that were true... It would mean India has found one of the holy grails of reproductive medicine over, overcoming the biological and regulatory challenges that have thwarted past attempts to bring a new male birth control to market. The product is a non-surgical vasectomy called RISUG, which stands for Reversible Inhibition of Sperm Under Guidance. And it's effectively an injection behind men's penises. Oh, fuck, dude. My my dick literally did like the scared turtle effect right now. Anywho. That sounds like something no man would ever agree to. Let me explain. Okay. Let's explain away. With R-I-S-U-G. I'm going to call it RISUG. All right. Or RISUG. Okay. Okay. Risa. Doctors inject a polymer gel into the vast deferens, the tube that transports mature sperm to the urethra during ejaculation. Under local anesthesia, the procedure is intended to block sperm and therefore the chances that a man impregnates a woman with effects that can last for 13 years, Sharma told the Dustin Times. In some ways, it's similar to a visectomy, a surgery that involves cutting or tying the vas deferens to stop sperm from entering the urethra and getting passed along to a female partner. But reversing a visectomy requires more surgery and the rice or RISUG treatment can reportedly be reversed simply with another shot that breaks down the gel. It could cost as little as $10 in developing countries Resug's potential have been highlighted by the media for years in 2015 vice called it the perfect male birth control it's affordable minimally invasive and fully reversible and it's the most effective non-permanent way of preventing pregnancy from the sperm side the world has ever seen according to studies so far a uh, twenty seventeen Bloomberg feature on the efforts to develop it suggests that it would get approval by Indian regulators that year. The procedure is ninety-eight percent effective at preventing pregnancy. About the same as condoms if they're used every time and has no major side effects, Bloomberg said. But however promising resug may seem, uh, and However much the world needs a new form of male birth control, some researchers are skeptical. And a closer look at the most recent Phase three clinical trial of the treatment in India suggests there's good reason to be cautious. A new RESUG trial raises more questions than answers. Sharma recently published the result of the clinical trial on RESUG in the Indian Journal of Medical Research and it tells a slightly more complicated story than what he's been telling the press. The study involved 139 men under the age of 41 who were living with their wives and had at least two children each. The men were given a single dose of resug and then followed up by doctors for six months. Their wives were also monitored to find out if they became pregnant. Note, this is a small, short-term study. Importantly, the partners of the 133 men in the trial who got the shot didn't get pregnant despite having unprotected sex. But while the researchers recorded no severe side effects, they did note that mild scrotal enlargement was common, as was scrotal pain and nodules at the injection site. These issues resolved within the six-month study period, but two men experienced ongoing fluid collection around their scrotum. Ah, ouch. The short-term swelling and discomfort may be acceptable to men and regulators since it resolves quickly, said Michael Skinner, a reproductive biologist who studies male contraceptives at Washington State University. But the continued fluid buildup two men experience is more concerning and we'd need a longer term trial to understand the impact of this response. Even more curious, six of the men in the trial couldn't tolerate a complete dose of Rysug either because of leakage from the syringe or because of vast counter punctures the study's authors wrote. The 133 men who did tolerate the shot only stopped releasing sperm between one and six months after the procedure, meaning the injection took a while to kick in. And while the partners of those men didn't become pregnant, it's not clear whether the sperm fighting the effects will last and whether they will outweigh the potential harms of resug since, again, the study was too small and short-term to say for sure. To reach the U.S. market, regulators would need studies involving thousands of participants, explained Stephanie Page, a pr- professor of medicine at the University of Washington. The recent developer would also need to show that the treatment is safe and effective as currently available birth control options. But that might be difficult, Paige said. Resug is a non scalpel vasectomy that fails in six of 139 men. That isn't great compared to vasectomy. And the switch on rate is longer than a regular vasectomy, which is usually one month. A Berkeley, California based nonprofit called the Parsimus Foundation has licensed. The Resug technology in the U.S. and the related product they've developed, VarsalGel, is only in the preclinical phase of testing. According to Parsimus, the result from an animal studies on rabbits and monkeys, yeah, go figure, right, are promising. But there's no human trial scheduled yet. So despite the hype, it's also far from being approved for the market even so and dustin times reported report said it could be a matter of months before the product hits the indian market yeah we you know it's fucked up about the them uh testing shit on monkeys and rabbits you know what i mean it's fucked up they're just little or or lab mice them too right Um very little smart creatures and you know they have emotions too, believe it or not. And um, but hey, it's gotta be tested on something, right? And it's fucked up. But before you think Chewy, you're fucking sick, yo. You approve that shit? You approve little animals being fucking tortured for research. Well, 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 back up, back up. Hear me out. And this is not just my idea. Many people have thought about this. And I say more people should think about it too. Let's get the motherfuckers in death row and fucking test that shit on them, right? While they're waiting like 20 fucking years, who knows how long, till they die before they even get executed. Let's just fucking test that shit on them, right? I mean, I don't think this drug, because they would, they would fucking be more than happy to test this shit right you know what i mean you're a prisoner in death row and they're like hey can we inject you and you have sex with a woman and <laughs> for six months and uh, see if she gets pregnant oh fuck yeah! sign me up shoot shoot up my cock yo do it do it <laughs> anywho moving on we need more data to understand the effects of penis injection birth control Before this new RISUG clinical trial was published, researchers have been raising concerns about the treatment. In 2014, researchers in India panned a commentary in the Indian Journal of Medical Research on RISUG's promise and perils. RISUG has surely created a new concept of contraception with great feasibility and long-lasting sterility. They wrote, unfortunately, the advancement of this injectable polymer is slow. The clinical trials are not providing enough robust conclusions. Yeah, I agree. A 2018 paper by researchers at the University of Virginia School similarly raised concerns by rising sa- uh, safety. They cited earlier stage clinical trials and studies in animals that showed rice may damage sperm and tissues in the male reproductive organs. Well, that wouldn't make it more effective, right? (laughs) It fucks up your reproductive organs. (laughs) It's not reversible, but it's doing its job, right? Can't get your lady pregnant no more because you have no reproductive organs. (laughs) Anywho, to date, they also noted There has been no data reported on reversibility of RISUG in humans, so only animal trials have demonstrated the product's potential to be reserved. Damn. So, Skinner, the reproductive biologist, echoed these concerns. I have not seen any large clinical trials yet, nor studies on reversibility in humans so we will need to wait and see how useful it becomes, he told Vox. It could replace need for bisectomy in the future, and if reversible, useful for contraception. The key is some large-scale trials for utility and reversibility in humans, so for now, it's probably best to ignore the hype until the slow grind of science yields clear answers for rice so there you have it folks hearing all this fucking hype about male contraceptive is here and this and that it's not guys it's not exactly here it's still in trial mode not that much research like i just read so yeah there's not much hope for it now so sorry ladies you're gonna have to keep taking that plan b or (laughs) whatever you're taking yo uh guys just fucking wrap your shit yo pull out method does not work okay it only works for a little bit you know it's like Russian roulette okay yeah you might get lucky and not fucking blow your brains out but eventually that load's gonna fucking pack a punch and then you're fucked at the moment anyway but you know what I mean okay So, there you have it, folks. And hey, how about I wrap this episode up with another freaking song, yo? Yeah, you like that? Another song by Xeno Ooze. This is called Slime Against Humanity, girl. I will. We the will, the will, the 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 will, the will, the will, the will, will, the will, find yourself searching for the truth? Well, search no more. Check out this podcast, Drew World Order. Yup, that's right. Drew as in D-R-E-W. Drew World Order. Now, let's go deep in this rabbit hole and you'll hear all about Operation Northwoods. What the fuck is Operation Northwoods? Well, tune in. You'll hear facts about 9-11 and the mysteries behind it, right? Coincidences, things about the elite running this government. Now, who's the elite? Well, tune in, check them out. Drew World Order. Hey guys, if you like this episode, if you enjoyed what you heard, um, please write a review, uh, rate and review my podcast or episode on a Apple Podcasts, yeah, or um, Castbox. You could comment, like it. But uh, for some reason, Apple Podcast is a big shot, man, and their reviews make a big difference in putting you up in the charts, which I didn't really fucking know. So if you're listening to this on Apple, please rate and review. Thank you. And hey, like I mentioned before, uh, Season 2 is coming up, and um, I'll be getting a lot more equipment. So those of you who like to donate, you know, like I said... Oh, uh, every single donation, I'll fucking give you a shout out. Thank you. Um, Actually name you as a producer because, yeah, you're helping me do this shit. Right. Giving me money donating. Right. So you can go to anchor dot FM slash screaming Gmail com. And um, you can sign up there for a monthly thing. I think there's like. I don't know, a dollar a month or $5 a month. There's like three different levels, but don't matter, yo. Everything, every single dime, every single penny is appreciated. And thank you. And, um, hey, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you fucking ate till you were stuffed. You know, had fun with your family, then took a dump, took a nap, woke up and fucking ate again. Because, yeah, it's Thanksgiving, yo. Nobody could judge you for being fat. That's why I love that holiday. And um, so, yeah, happy holidays and uh, later. Hey, everyone, thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, you can find me at anchor.fm slash gmail com. There'll be three options for a monthly subscription. First one, I believe, starts at a dollar a month, yo. Yeah, dollar a month. Yeah, and if you don't want to, that's cool. You can follow me on Facebook and YouTube, Screaming Chewy Show, for some memes, some more videos for episodes, and behind the scenes kind of deal, right? You can follow me on Twitter, uh, Screaming Chewy. Yeah, not Screaming Chewy Show, I should probably change it, but it's just Screaming Chewy. And, uh, thanks for listening. Peace.